Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi guys, how's it going? Uh, just jumping in at the start of the episode because today is a very special day. It's yes. the 14th of February. Yes. A day that most people celebrate as Valentine's Day, but we celebrate by recording stuff together. <laughs> it's so romantic. It really is. We've yeah. lit candles and everything. Yeah. But one of our patrons... Uh, it's Rosh- a bubble bath! What? <laughs> oh no, we're not doing this in a bubble bath. It'd be so splishy splash. But just the echoes in the bathroom. Yeah, no, it'd be awful. It'd be, it'd be terrible. Yeah, the linoleum. <laughs> Do you have linoleum in the bathroom? No. <laughs> tiles. All tiles, baby. All tiles. Nice. Uh, but we just thought we'd record this quick little intro bit because one of our patrons, Roisin Halley, kindly sent us uh, a, 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 a package that just says... Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, so we felt like we had to open it on Valentine's Day. Yeah, to just really... Get the full impact of this. We don't know what it is. Frankly, I'm a bit nervous. <laughs> it could be anything. So, do you want to open it or do I want to open it? I think you open it because you're better at breaking news to me. Oh. <laughs> you do it every Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Your dog's died. <laughs> oh, no. You I don't even have change. a dog. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not now. Okay, so we're opening. We're oh, opening. Good foley. Roisin, what did you get us? Oh, she got us. It's it's a book. A life you will remember by Amanda Sparrow. <laughs> Pirates! <laughs> it's a pirate romance. What better way to celebrate Valentine's Day than by reading about one of Weird News Wednesday's greatest love stories? It's oh, it's Amanda. It's, a- it's Amanda Sparrow, large tea. Amanda oh, tea. yes. Who married her ghost? Oh my God, Roisin. Is Ireland's only modern day pirate. Yes. This is what she's... It's a, a, I'm reading the back. Hang oh. on. <laughs> I'm breaking the news here. <laughs> when she watched Pirates of the Caribbean for the first time in 2015, her life transformed, overturning her lifestyle completely. Not only did she become a pirate in her own right, but also an impersonator of Captain Jack Sparrow. Sean, what is this weird news about, by the way? What is this book based off? Oh, this is a woman who married a 300-year-old ghost pirate. And we covered it in weird news. Yeah. Uh, definitely. 
definitely real. Definitely so, so real. Yes. Well, what strikes me... Yeah. I don't know if we brought this up in the original story, but she only watched them in 2015. Yes. So really not really... Fucking bandwagon. <laughs> Who joined the Pirates bandwagon in 2015? Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean was 2006. Yeah, well, with the release of Dead Men Tell No Tales. Of course, everyone's favourite. Salazar's Revenge. <laughs> Garnering mass attention in the press and making TV appearances uh, to thousands. She has since become one of the best-known impersonators in the world. <laughs> of Jack Sparrow just, I think just in general <laughs> And here's Kermit the Frog <laughs> this, this back, this, The back of this book is very strange uh, Disney recognised her in their book of Pirates of the Caribbean The Collector's Anthology And dedicated a whole section to her close replication replication of Jack Sparrow Right, right. But her self-discovery didn't end there, Sean. continues. Amanda's life-shifting moment was no coincidence, as she found that Jack Sparrow is not a fictional character at all, but the spirit of a pirate from the 1700s trying to connect with her. Of course, now this is the story we all know. <laughs> the book merges fantasy and fact. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, really quickly, what are the facts? <laughs> which, which bits of this are the facts? Specifically, could you just name one fact? I'm, I'm seeing the fantasy. She, she has seen Pirates of the Caribbean. There is your fact. There's your one fact. Um, <laughs> then she married a ghost. Fantasy. Fantasy. Um, so, sorry, this book merges fantasy and fact to share her story of love, loss, and a connection between two souls that defies the boundaries of time and logic. <laughs> <laughs> Who wrote this? I, did she write this? I don't know. Her name's on the cover. True it. Amanda has found the true meaning of life. Jesus. There you go. And, she, and, and she's written it down in a convenient book form. <laughs> this cover, by the way, is her reaching for herself dressed as Jack Sparrow. It looks like a book you'd read for your exams in the leaving cert. Or in your, or in the oh, last, in your psychology exam. In your yeah. last year of college or in school. Oh, I just, I've, I've opened to a random passage. Just, just read a passage. <clears throat> sorry, this is nothing to do with Hero Zero. We do apologise. Sorry, we'll get, we'll get to Hero Zero. Yeah. But uh, she says, I didn't ask you about wenches, Jack. I would have thought no wenches would have been obvious. <laughs> Jack didn't say a word. <laughs> of course he didn't. He's a ghost. <laughs> is it all gone? She demanded. Well, it's like this. Jack begun began to, no Jack begun to weave one of his tales. Did he? Yeah. That'd no. be strange for a ghost. <laughs> very chatty for very a ghost. chatty for a dead man. Yeah. Uh no Jack, the simple question with a simple answer. I don't want to hear your excuses. Mm. Yes, love. He hung his head in shame like a little boy <laughs> being scolded. <laughs> Who wrote this? Her. It has to be her. Oh my god. Yeah. This book uh this book is dedicated to her grandmother. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Her grandmother is sick. Sick to her stomach about what's occurred here. It's... Oh, man, we need to do a reading of this book or something. I'm not doing a reading. I am going to do this in my spare time. <laughs> Before night. Before you head to sleep. Just think on your little cat. Yeah. Take out your little book and your candle and just have a read. Have an old read of the pirate book. I think that's the worst thing I've ever seen. I th- I'm and glad it's in our so lives. thank you so much, Roisin, because <laughs> we never would have known that exists. No, because we... 
we wanted to forget this story, but yeah. you just didn't let us. It's just, it never, it keeps coming back around. To haunt us. Like a ghost pirate. <laughs> like some sort of ghost pirate. But thank you so, so much. We really appreciate yes. it. This is actually wonderful. Yes. Now, please, can we go back into Hero Zero so we can talk about non-pirate ghosts? Yeah, let's play the intro music. <laughs> play the funky music, white boy. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero here on the Heroes for Hire podcast. My name is Sean Mean, and joining me as always is my partner in crime, Mr. Connor Lawler. How's it going? Forgot your name for a second. Yeah, that was weird. So There's a little break. If, just so you know some behind-the-scenes footage here. Uh, footage. Footage. Sh- Sean is a tired boy today. Sounds and, very tired boy. But he's that type of tired where, you know when you just get really hyper and also random? Yeah, a little bit insane. A little bit insane. Like, you're past the point of, God, I'd love a nap. And now I'm just and now like, you're just, let's see where this goes. Let's sign up for a few marathons. I think I could do that. <laughs> right? So, this is what I'm going to try and hang on to. Yeah. It's your report, which right. I think is good, because then you can go full onto that. Yeah. I'll be here to rein you back in every now and then, if and, you go too far. Okay, is there a code word? Um. Phew. What do a code word could be? Help, yeah. I'm in trouble. I think the code word should be continue. Continue. <laughs> exactly word is, like that. Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, it is your report this week. Sean, normally you do Marvel, I do DC. Yes. Uh, last d- week I did Dead Man. Quite a good report. And so this week, I don't know who you're doing, please continue. I'm doing Sandman. And tonight, take my head. Connor, we're going to get copyright oh, claims. <laughs> <laughs> The very same Sandman. Ah, right, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Every time someone says Sandman. That's what comes up. Well, this yeah. report is going to be amazing you for mean you. mean Flint Marco? Oh! Yes. How did you know? I've seen Spider-Man 3, the best Spider-Man. Absolutely. Well, let me tell you all about Sandman then. Okay. William Baker. Oh, that's not Flint Marco. <laughs> was born in a rough neighbourhood in New York. Okay. Abandoned by his father when he was three years old, William stole and cheated his way through adolescence. Mm. So in school he was in love with like his teacher And then he was heartbroken Because she married a stockbroker She just married him a, a, a human man A human man her own age Yes mm, Not that, a child That would that would hinder him Because <laughs> he's a child Young William internalised this Young Willie yeah, Yep And <laughs> Continue <laughs> That was for me <laughs> Continue Connor uh, He internalised this and he was like Okay the only way I'm going to get a beautiful woman is if I have money. Right. So he start and he started beating up kids and taking their money. <laughs> became a bully. Start at the top kids, <laughs> <laughs> the ones with the most money. <laughs> what yeah. have you got? Fifty cents. Take it. That's mine now. Have to start somewhere. Uh, and he eventually joined a little like gang of dickheads in his school. Okay. Uh, he was expelled after he accepted a bribe to throw a football game, and he had so. He was out on the streets and he got brought into this, like, a street gang. Hmm. And he adopted the alias Flint Marco. Right. Oh, I thought that was his actual name. No, it's no, a... No, fair it, enough. It's, it's a pseudonym. A pseudonym. A nom de plume, if you will. <laughs> He's so tired, he can speak French. <laughs> <laughs> My latent French is coming through. Um, he soon became very successful in the New York criminal underground... But he was arrested, convicted, and forced to spend many years in solitary confinement. That's a very fucking successful then, was he? Well, he was up until if you're arrested, he wasn't. convicted, and in jail, that's going to hinder you on the whole crime. Ah, but a lot of people know about you. Oh, true. It's all a popularity game, crime. 
You would know. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's why you're at the bottom of the fucking crime ladder. <laughs> Oh, oh, yes, I suppose. I think that's good. <laughs> Upon his release, he discovered that uh, his longtime girlfriend, Marcy Conroy, not important, mm. uh, had left him for Vic Rollins, another member of the gang. Marcy Conroy and Vic Rollins. Yeah. Right. Uh, now, Vic had bullied uh, Flint in school. Vic was a dick. Vic. Dick Vic. Dick Vic. Uh uh, so Big Dick a, Vic That's why she loved him <laughs> In a rage He got revenge on Rollins And he started a lone Citywide crime spree Why would a city Why would he Punish Rollins By committing crimes of, of, Oh no he like Kicked the shit out of Rollins Oh right And then went on a crime Just because he was he, he was high on adrenaline Exactly yeah, he thought, he, I can do no wrong He was feeling good about himself He was that kind of tired yeah. Where you're just not quite sleepy He was having a meeting He was having a meeting yeah. <laughs> Um Started a citywide crime spree. So Marco was captured and placed in a maximum security wing at a Rikers Island prison. But he escaped through an unguarded drainage tunnel. <laughs> You've seen the Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> it's just that. It's just that. Right. Uh, so with the FBI and the police on his tail, Marco travelled south and sought refuge in a place where he was unlikely to be found. An atomic testing site oh. near Savannah, Georgia. Oh, you can see what? where some of this is going. I can kind of see where some of this is going. Um, Why would you go anywhere near an atomic testing site? Who's going to look for you? True. Indiana Jones? He'll end up in a fridge. That's true. And he'll be blown up and survive somehow. If you get rid of all the fridges. <laughs> no doubt. He's never going to get this. Harrison Ford is dead. Uh, so as he rested on a nearby beach... Exp- oh, I'm tired from all that atomic oh, water. Now lie down. <laughs> Do you want nuclear air and tire you right out? <laughs> the experimental reactor's steam system exploded, bombarding him with a massive dose of radiation and bonding his body with the sand. Classic superhero or villain origin. Yeah. Radiation. Radiation and whatever they're near at the time. Perfect analysis. Uh, lucky he wasn't like lying on a towel or anything. Oh, you become a towel man. Towel man. Towel man would be awful. You had to take him to the beach. He would see some things. Oh, my God. Uh, Awakening after a brief period of unconsciousness, uh, Flint Marco discovered his newly acquired ability to transform into a sand-like substance that he could manipulate and reshape at will. Now easily able to elude authorities, the Sandman was born. And he's um, that scene in Spider-Man 3 is actually amazing. It's so good. Like, that's one of the only really, really good scenes in that movie. That, like, effect still holds up. Yeah, even now. What was that, 2006? Maybe? Yeah, like, it was early 2000s. Like, CGI wasn't what it is now. Now that's like, I'm sure that's a preset But somewhere. I think that they did that perfectly. And you feel, like, really bad for him. Yeah, cause he, and it's not easy for him either. He like, has to try and solidify himself. Yeah. that uh, uh, Some of that stuff with Sandman is fucking fascinating. Yes. I'll get into some of it. Uh, so the Sandman embarked on a criminal career that led him into conflict with Spider-Man, the Fantastic Four, Hulk, and many other heroes. After failing to defeat Spider-Man as a member of the Sinister Six under Dr. Octopus, he joined forces with a character called the Wizard. The Wizard. The Wizard. Right. Now, he provided him with a belt that enabled him to produce a variety of dangerous and deadly effects through the injection of various chemicals. Okay. So he, he can make, like, splody sand and fire sand <laughs> and 
you know, different he's, types he, of this sand. This is the wham-bam double act of all origin stories. The Chemicals way. and nuclear reaction. Yeah. Fuck. It's class. He's got double dipped. <laughs> <laughs> he got double dipped. That's gross. Uh, so the Sandman and the Wizard then teamed with another character called the Trapster. And What's he about? <laughs> just loves traps. She just loves traps. <laughs> and uh, they, they created uh, the Frightful Four. Wow. So... His great plan for... He was a part of a team of six. Yeah. And the six of them against one Spider-Man couldn't defeat Spider-Man. Yeah. So his grand plan was to leave the six, join a smaller team and go up against the same four with two less bodies than but previously. But different powers. He's got War- the wizard. What's the wizard do again? He's just... He's essentially magic. He's just magic. Oh, magic actually, and chemicals and stuff. That would be fairly handy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... So they encountered many defeats at the hands of the Fantastic oh, so Four. Wasn't that fucking handy, was it? And they soon broke up. <laughs> ah, right. <laughs> like the Beatles, it all had to end at some stage. Look, there was always going to be a Ringo. Uh, <laughs> the Wizard. <laughs> the Trapster. Absolutely. Uh, so Marco later broke out of prison with the Wizard's help and broke into the Baxter building, uh, briefly teaming up with a character called Blastar who escaped from the negative zone. It's not important, but he just, he'll just he team up with pretty much anyone. Right, because does he ever normally go by himself? He, see, he, he'll join a team, get disillusioned, and then go off on his own. He's and trying then he to find lonely. his purpose. Yeah, I think mm. he is just a lonely man. I'm trying to find his purpose in life. Now, we've talked about this next bit a little bit in our Hydro-Man episode. Oh, no. Oh, so, I know, it's coming. Yeah. Um, Marco's criminal career was struck a major blow when he joined forces with Hydro Man and in a freak mishap combined to form a grotesque mud-like monster called the Mud Thing for anyone who doesn't know there's a villain called Hydro Man yeah. he's made of water Yeah. and his is also he falls into the water when a nuclear reactor blows up yeah um, so Morris Bench Morris Bench sorry the Benchman himself Morris Bench <laughs> um, and so Morris and Sandman Flint Marco yeah they decide to attack Spider-Man. Yes. At the same time. Yes. Now, one is made of water. Yeah. And one is made of sand. Ooh. They would be opposites. You wouldn't want to get them anywhere near each other. Not at all, unless you were building a castle. Of course. And so, Spider-Man stands in the middle, and yeah. they're main clad <laughs> as a man who can project water, and yeah. a man who, now you've just told me, can project flame sand. Yeah. And all different types of sand. Different types of sand. They decide... I don't think he had the belt at this point. I think okay. he got rid of the belt. Even then, you make a big fist... Of sand. He, he, he loves making big hammers of big sand. Big hammer, the clay face style. You make anything for a bit of sand. Absolutely. You could easily just do the two of them from either side. They decide to run at Spider-Man from opposite sides. Yeah. And Spider-Man, this might surprise you, but he jumps out of the way. He's good at jumping. He's, his one thing would be jumping and reactions due to spidey sense. Yeah. And the two idiots run into each other and make Mudman. Uh, mud thing. Mud thing. It's not a man. It is more thing than man. It is more thing than mud. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's a good recap yeah. of mud thing. <laughs> the the creature was subdued by the authorities and transported to a labor. I can't say it. Lab in Manhattan, uh, where scientists tried to analyze the composition of the unusual mud. Ah yes, our but, our test tellers they're fucking morons. But they thought that it was inanimate. Right. Their instruments couldn't detect life in it. Right. Okay. So they decided to seal the substance in a container and dispose of it. Uh, as a delayed effect of the anal- ana- analysis project. <laughs> He's fuck so me. Tired. 
The mud spontaneously separated into the two criminals who burst free of their container. Oh, good. Yeah. So they're back. They're back separate. Wow. Uh, the ordeal. Can't wait for Morris's next adventure. <laughs> He seems to keep quiet down a bit. He does. Uh, so does Flint, actually. Uh, he was so traumatised. <laughs> you would be. After joining oh, up with Morris. <laughs> after becoming mud and just being stuck in a box for ages. Yeah. And also hanging out with Morris. Yeah, Morris is not good no company. No one likes Morris. No. Uh, so he was stricken with a troubled conscience. Oh, no. Yeah. Striking up a surprising friendship with the Thing from the Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And Two grotesque, fucking ugly, humans. dickhead people. Michael Chiklis. I think Michael Chiklis is a much better man than Sandman. <laughs> Michael Chiklis, the man, not Michael Chiklis playing the thing. Okay, fair enough. But also you. the thing, Ben Grimm, yeah. is also a much better man than ben Sandman. Ben Grimm's a lovely, lovely yeah, man. Yeah, Ben Grimm is the best of that lot. Yeah, because he's a regular man, he's not a genius yeah. dickhead. No. <laughs> uh, so the Sandman started talking about abandoning crime. Uh, so when he encountered Spider-Man fighting characters called the Enforcers, okay, uh, the Sandman made good on his intentions and rescued the Wall Crawler. Still a wanted man, the Sandman adopted the alias Sylvester Man. Sylvester Man. Yeah, M A N N. First name Sylvester, last name Man. Why? Because he wants to go straight. Right. Sylvester Man is his. Yeah. <laughs> Sylvester Man. What about Morris Man? <laughs> Mor- what about Sandman? Oh. Mr. Bench. <laughs> Why not just go back to his real name, yeah. William? <laughs> he took on an alter ego. This is already an alter ego. Just go back to the original ego. He rented a room in Coney Island and decided to reform, earning money as a contract worker for Silver Sable as a member of her wild pack. Silver Sable's like... Uh, so he's just joined another team. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. That he's just... He's doing good work now, though. Okay. Yeah. Um, he joined the Outlaws for a brief time. They aided Spider-Man as like a support kind of kind of deal. Uh, though there was a period of suspicion as to whether his intentions were noble, he gained the public public's trust and became a reserve member of the Avengers along with Spider-Man. What? Yeah. No way. He was good for a while. Sandman was a In- reserve member of the Avengers. Yeah, which is the same status that Spider-Man has. Holy shit. Yeah. So he must be decent then. He's a good man, like, at the back of it all. He's just, he had a shit childhood. His father was a dickhead to him. And fucking Big Dick Vic fucking took his girlfriend. That's true. Yeah, that would piss anybody off. And he threw that football game. (laughs) Uh, So granted a pardon for his crimes, he returned to his birth name of William Baker. There you go. After he helped the Avengers defeat the sorceress Morgan Le Fay and stop the theft of military equipment... A minor, mis- a minor misunderstanding with Captain America, caused by his undisciplined temperament, led him to resign from the Reserve Adve- Avengers. Right. So he just, he doesn't follow orders well. And he was like, Which I'm is done. weird for a man who's been in basically more teams than anybody else in comic books. Yeah, I think he just likes having friends. Okay, he likes hanging out, but also, don't be bossy. Yeah, just be chill, man. Just chill. Uh, so the Sandman was determined to remain reformed, even though he wasn't part of the Avengers. When Dr. Octopus blackmailed him into rejoining the Sinister Six, the Sandman turned against his former ally ally as soon as he had the chance. Right, okay. So he was like, uh, uh, Dr. Octopus was like, oh, kill everyone you love. He was like, take my hand, (laughs) jab me now and then (laughs) again. That's pretty good. (laughs) Um, 
So feeling the loss of his partner in crime. You remember the wizard? Uh, oh, I couldn't forget the wizard. Well, the wizard kidnapped William Baker. Oh, fuck. And forcibly subject- subjected him to a machine that amplified the dark side of his personality. Flint Marco regained The wizard doesn't seem like a nice man. He's not a great bloke, no. no. Flint Marco regained consciousness and uh, believed he had faked his well-intentioned heroics. So he was just like, ah, it was all an act. Oh, he was just doing it. Yeah. Well, that's what he... It's, it's how he convinced himself, or is that the magic? It's how Flint Marco is like, no, 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 couldn't be. Is that chemicals that the wizard uses, or is it just like mind control thing? It's a, it's, it's like a mind control thing. It's like right. an, a, a neural wave okay. fucking thing. Some science shit. Yeah, yeah. some science shit. Yeah, comic books. <laughs> uh, so the now villainous Sandman reformed the Sinister Six to seek revenge on Dr. Octopus. But Venom uh, turned on his teammates and took a large bite from Sandman. Fuck. Yeah. Weakened and poisoned. Would Sand be nice? Venom doesn't care. Venom doesn't care. He just likes biting. (laughs) Yum, yum, yum. (laughs) Weakened and poisoned by Venom, uh, Baker began to lose bits of himself until he eventually dissipated. Delirious from his condition, he sought out Spider-Man to exact his final vengeance. In his weakened state, he was unable to defeat the wall crawler, and with his last bit of strength, he made peace with Spider-Man and asked that he say goodbye to his mother for him. The despondent Sandman then lost cohesion and was washed away into a New York City storm drain. Jesus. Yeah. Now, the story's not over there. Of course, he definitely comes back. Yeah. But uh, but it's still kind of fucked. Yeah. So, the Sandman... Dis- so, he turned good and then he got brainwashed into going back to being original dickhead Sandman. Yeah. And then he's like, I'm, I, I'm, I might think I'm dying, but I'm going to go kill Spider-Man. And right. And he can't. And he's just like, oh, man. I'm, gonna, I'm just dying. Look after my mother. All of Spider-Man's villains are all just real sad. Yeah. Just always so sad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Sandman's dispersed body was eventually washed up onto a beach where his consciousness remained in a coma-like state. So right. I think all the sand that makes up his body just washed up on a beach and he's spread out. And that's just the beach. Thing. Yeah. It's so similar to Clayface. Like him and Clayface are very similar in how you defeat them. Like water. Yeah. Uh, and then, and- uh, like, just ways to freeze them. Like you can't punch them. If you try to punch, you'll just go straight through them. Yeah, that's yeah. I never really made that connection, but that's cool. Yeah, I like, wonder which came first. <laughs> I actually don't know that. I I really need to do what a clayface, a hero zero. But there's been eight clayfaces or something. Right, yeah. So I don't know where to start on that. Yeah, I, we we both do like clayface though. But we love clayface. We love clayface. It's pretty good. Uh, so eventually, a television rock concert awoke Sandman, who began to attack the concert goers. <laughs> <laughs> that would be perfect because everyone to think was part of the act yeah. I think this is just oh that's a man made of sand yeah that's very cool you know that new song you've been looking for <laughs> listen to this just him punching ooh nice uh, eventually the sandman gathered enough strength to reform his body but his mind was still heavily damaged so he's not quite the same old... He's not all there. Not all there. He began to split into different versions of himself. Mm. His good side, his evil side, his inner child, etc. Uh, each one had a different aspect of his emotions. With the help of Spider-Man, the Sandman was able to reabsorb his duplicates and return to his single form. Uh, however, Sandman would once again partner with Spider-Man because his father, Floyd Baker, you remember... 
oh, the bastard. I can't forget Mr. Floyd. Mr. Floyd. He was facing execution for the murder of a homeless man. Described as bearing a likeness to Uncle Ben. So How does... What? Yeah, I don't know. I th- they just added that in. Yeah, he just... Right. I think that's his spider Because you can't involved. feel sorry for a homeless man unless he looks like Uncle Ben. The, you know, the one character who stays dead. <laughs> like, they couldn't just say, he killed a homeless man. Like, everyone would be like, who cares? He looks like Uncle Ben. Oh, no! Oh, no! It's not Uncle Ben again! Oh, my rice! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the Sandman worked to rescue and exonerate his father. Uh, Spider-Man and the Sandman discovered that the true murderer was the chameleon from the future. Fuck. Yeah, How could you predict that it would be a man from the future called the chameleon? And he's from a different earth as well. Of course. Yeah. In fairness, that would be hard to pin down on him. <laughs> hard to, yeah, hard to, hard to send someone down for that. Uh, his father narrowly missed execution by electric chair and was exonerated, though he was ungrateful of his son's efforts. Wow. Yeah. Um, there was another thing as well that... Sandman it's fucked Sandman can't die right so he came back in time at one point at, like he reached the end of the universe and he was like I, I'm just I, I can't float in nothing forever okay so he went back in time just to, on a whim yeah just to let himself die and then Spider-Man sent him back into the universe and now Flint Marco is like terrified like, he wants to figure out a way to die so that he doesn't have to become that future. Holy shit. Yeah. That is really dark. He's really scared of it. Yeah, you would be. You would be. Because weirdly, he's afraid of... Everybody's afraid of dying. But he's afraid of living forever. Imagine that, like. Imagine being... Immortal. And that's his greatest fear as well. He's on his own. Yeah, he's immortal, but he's not him. Like yeah. he's just made of sand. He's just, he's a sand man. Yeah, if you will. forever. Yeah. Jesus, that's a very interesting thing, isn't it? Yeah. So some of his powers and abilities. Then uh, he has sand control transferal. So since his original body is dead, he is capable of giving control of his sand form to another body. Okay. So that he can just like, ah, oh, you take the reins for a bit. Right. And someone can control him and use his powers. Right. Okay. Uh, immortality. He's immortal and he, in the sense that he no longer ages. A possible future version of him had lived for billions of years. Fuck. Fucked. Yeah. Absolutely fucked. He was driven mad, like, by You it. would be driven mad. Yeah, because you're just on your own. Yeah. He has self-sustenance, so he has no longer the need for food, air, or rest. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. And he's punching. Yeah. Can he make glass out yes. of his head? Uh, in some versions okay he can I, I think it comes up later on okay sorry no you're great uh, so he's superhuman strength he can lift up to 85 tons fuck yeah how much yeah. can Spider-Man lift like 100 tons I think so Spider-Man can lift whatever he needs to lift yeah whatever the comic book wants him to yeah <laughs> so he has density control so he can make his the sand can be as hard as sandstone mm. or it can be just little tiny grains of sand yeah so he it, it, he uses that for different punchings. Uh, he can shape shift. Uh, he can compress and flatten and elongate his body, but he needs the sand to do it if he wants to get massive. Uh, sand blasts. He could project sand projectiles outwards at high speeds, and he learns some tricks from the wizard, including altering the formation of his sand particles and reshaping them into glass. So he has the ability to reflect light and energy off of him. 
Oh. Yeah, so energy blasts don't affect him. Fucking hell. Yeah. So he's basically like invincible as well. He's a really strong character. Like, uh, technically, if he's fighting Spider-Man, he should not really lose. In regards to, no matter how many times Spider-Man punches him, he could just make himself as thin as possible. Yeah. And, like, all of, it's the same with uh, Hydra-Man, is that there's the soul molecule. Hmm. That uh, one grain of sand has his, like, consciousness and yeah. being in it. Fuck. So imagine that's on a beach somewhere. And you couldn't get to that. No. There's no hope. Jesus Christ. It's unreal. Uh, so on the 1 to 7 rating system, uh, he has a 7 for durability. Oh, shit. Yeah. His energy is 4, which is mainly for like the reflection and everything yeah. like that. Fighting skills of 5, intelligence of 4, speed of 4, and strength of 5. All of Spider-Man's villains are all above 4s. Yeah. Across the board. And usually... The one thing that Spider-Man has on him is intelligence. Yeah. You know? It's the only way he can outthink them. Or the only thing he has them on, on them is heart. Exactly, and like yeah. they, They're just thinking about themselves. And he comes up with a way that thinks around that. Yeah, he won't give up is his thing. He, Fucking hell. Yeah. So yeah. that's my report on Sandman. Sandman's really cool. Isn't he class? Yeah. And he's the best part of Spider-Man. Truly the best Spider-Man. Do you, like, you see a lot of the stuff in there in the Spider-Man. Yeah. He kills Uncle Ben though. Not a homeless man who looks like Uncle Ben. No, the actual Uncle the Ben. The actual Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben could be homeless. Um, no, because then what about Aunt May? <laughs> she could be homeless. <laughs> they're all homeless. They're squatting. <laughs> they never told Peter. Yeah. But they've been squatting for years. Even when they're repainting the house in the first they, one. They killed the owners of the original house and they just have taken their identity. Viking rule, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what, what can you do, man? Well, you see, like, the, the as you say, the scene where he's start, just first formed into sand. That's so good. It's unreal. And he's trying to grab the bracelet. Yeah. Or is it the locket? The or locket. Or yeah. And he can't. Oh, it's so good. And yeah. you see him wash down a storm drain and everything. It's cool. Man, I like Sandman. I like Sandman too. Yeah. Thank you for listening. And no, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Um, so that is it for this week's Hero or Zero. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, Here's Fire Podcast, uh, Facebook, Here's Fire Podcast, and Twitter, Here's Fire Podcast. Four, it's the number four on Twitter. Uh, if you want to email us, it's here for hire underscore outlook.com. We also have a Patreon, which uh, we've now set up tiers. And later on this weekend, uh, you will be getting a very special extra episode if you are part of our $5 a month tier, in which we will be giving a review. In the Lazarus Pit of one Batman Begins. Batman Begins. <laughs> we won't pronounce it like that, I promise. So it's Batman Begins, right? <laughs> um, one of the best Batman movies, so we're going to be doing a very special Lazarus Pit. We'll just do a review of that movie. We'll look, go back and look at it, see if it still holds up. Yeah, yeah, I think that's good. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's it for this week's Zero Zero Shot. What a week. What a week it's been. So we'll be back next week. Next week, I have a character already lined up, and I'm very excited to do it. Yes, thanks. in advance. So I'm Ricardo Lauder. I'm Charmaine. See you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.